Hey guys, what's good? Alright, so sometime this week, someone called me from Umaya. Umaya is the capital of Abia State, it's the place where I served. And at the time when I was there, I was in active legal practice, so I was doing litigation. So one of the, those days, I went to the prison to do pro bono, to offer pro bono services, and I met this guy, you know, and then he told his story. According to him, years, years ago, he murdered someone and ran away. His driver was taken for it and ended up in prison, was serving his sentence for murder when this other guy, where he runs, he runs another country actually, and then he found religion, you know. And then he decided to come back and restitute. So he came back to Nigeria, went to the prison, he spoke and gave himself in basically at the police station and everything. So the guy who was in prison was released, the innocent guy I mean, his driver, and then he had to take the place of the driver. So he's in prison right now and he's, I mean, talking to people about stuff, helping them change their mental perception, helping them move away from the rascal life that they have been used to, helping them find religion, in fact, you know. So basically, this is all about restitution and how important it is to tell our story, to let people know our truths and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, that's not the <laughs> issue for today. Today, we're going to be talking about adulting. Yeah. Um, you're welcome to the Blue Ribbon Podcast. In case you're a first-time listener, my name is Obakan Tom George. And yes, we do this every week. This is the podcast where we talk about culture, society, do better. We want to inspire you through our journey and the journeys of other people, hoping that you, you pick up some gems on the way. Today, we have two very beautiful ladies. Yes, we're doing this together. So guys, you're welcome. Hello. Hey guys. I love this energy, guys. <laughs> guys, you're welcome. What's your name? Come with you. Hi, my name is Hasha. I am of a certain age. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hi, my name is Sonaya, and I'm almost a successfully adult and adult. Tell <laughs> me. Interesting. So, like, yes, we've had we've, we've had our, our fair share of this adulting thing. I mean, we're young people. But not yet too young. Well, <laughs> so, adults, like you're perfect. Like, I don't you know, know you know, you know. Oh, that's I mean, you know. So yeah, so we've heard a lot about adults. Some people think adults, adulting, adulthood is a scam. Some people think not. Otherwise, you know, what do you think about adulthood? What did nobody tell you about adulthood? Nobody told me about adulthood that adulthood sucks. Like, it sucks to be responsible for yourself. Mm. Every day I find myself being like, oh, I wish I was back in school. I wish I was back in kindergarten. I wish I was back in. I just wish I was back when my yeah, parents were the one doing everything. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want responsibility, I don't yeah. want any of this, but on the other hand, being an adult also, you know, is some kind of freedom in some respects, you get to do your own thing, you get to be your own person and you get to discover your own self mm-hmm. and what exactly life is and I think that's important and yeah. necessary. But nobody tells you how to do that, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, I, uh, <laughs> but as regards what she just said, it's really like a two-sided coin All right. everything. So I'll just give an example. Like last month, I had to go to the dentist mm. to ex- to extract the tooth and everything. I put in my own bill. Like mm. I got receipts mm. <laughs> <laughs> for pain for someone to take out my tooth. On one hand, I was like, okay, you're an adult. You did this yourself. You didn't want to your dad that hey daddy I need money and everything on the other hand I'm like oh shit <laughs> money just went out of my yeah. <laughs> I'm broke <laughs> <laughs> life isn't fair 
care about the language and everything but basically that's what it's been it's been like i'm encouraged because i'm able to do some certain things and i'm sad because i have to do those certain things mm-hmm. why no one told me i was going to do that you see the thing is my thing is like i wish at some point in life people gave you like a handbook okay so you turn 18 and now go to university or whatever 16 whatever the age is you're going to university so university what you have to do is learn how to be an adult do not play do not think life is you have the whole world okay i'm not going to try and kill people so you do not have the whole world around you or your life to just just be no you have to know your freaking responsibilities as you are entering the university campus they say okay it's time to open your book oh i'm learning about how to pay my bill how to pay Mm -hmm. rent what the um, health system is what pension is you are learning all of that as you are entering first Mm -hmm. class of university but you know that like a lot of people who we feel that even adulting the right way they're still trying to figure out their lives as well so i I think that's what adulting basically is right so i don't think it's if we're given a manual and we're going to study all three we're going to study all our lives because no i I get that it's like it's like a pre-process to give you just some kind of thing. orientation okay, because you know like when you're in secondary school okay so for, let me give you this example when you're in primary school from primary school to secondary school the gap is a bit mm-hmm. you have a lot of changes a lot to adapt okay from secondary school to university you have change you have to adapt and everything but each stage they tell you when you're going from primary school to secondary school, we're preparing you before you enter secondary school, they say we're preparing you for secondary school. Exactly. You get into secondary school, <laughs> but you're not prepared you're not prepared for that secondary school. Then they now tell you we're preparing you for university. You get into university. Are you prepared for university? No. no? You get to university, they're saying we're preparing you for a career. They don't tell you about life. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't yeah, tell you about true. life. But they tell you about a career. You get to the pass where you're supposed to be getting a career, but your degree may not be good enough. You have mm-hmm. to do extra. You have to look for a job. The economy is not stable enough for you. So you're like, I mean, about like all these when you were young, you wanted to be an astronaut, and then I, you're I, 21, I, and you're like, people, you want to work for free. <laughs> you're like, I, I want to, I want to work voluntarily, no pay. <laughs> so when something. you were, when you were 10, you were, you were going to be a billionaire, you know. So, so yeah. So definitely, I wanted to be a teacher. I want her to find yeah, yeah. cancer. Mm. Oh, so, cute. I know, but so what are you doing about it? Taught me different. No, no, no. Yeah, just I mean. not, you know, like, they slapped me in the face. Guy, <laughs> I tell you, I tell you not. What not you wanted to do when you were you're not chicken. I'm like, yeah, oh, okay. school. Mm. I was a joker. <laughs> it was joke. It's like I keep, I, I like this week. I've been telling this story a lot, like to a lot of people I met when I was eight. Well. It was before I was 18 because like I was saying like when I was 16, 17, I was like I want to have my first child at 18. Mm. I thought because at 18 that's an adulting age and you're old enough at 18 to like have those responsibilities. I was like I want to be a young mom so 18 is the perfect age. Mm. You're still a teenager, you, you still have time to grow but you can still be a cool mom. Got to that 18 age guy. <laughs> so I was like guy, no. I, this child thing, maybe I was just being a joker, it was idle dreaming, it was like, oh, nobody told me that life would be like this, like I was 18 and I was still in school and I was like, why did I ever think a child was a good idea at this age? <laughs> Not that I was pregnant, but I just thought I was a Do you think like, it's a good idea at this age? No. Like now? <laughs> yes. At this age? Like okay, you have to the thing is like, if, if I did have a child at this age, like 
I would have a child. That's mm-hmm. not the problem. It's not that. It's just pre-planning it. It's mm-hmm. not a great idea for me right, <laughs> right now. <laughs> because financially speaking, I'm never really quite there. <laughs> it's, not, it's not not. It's never really quite there. Like when I think about it, I'm like, nah, 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 nah. Uh, yeah. You know, as you guys, that I also had, I also had this thing. My friend and I, we always said vision 2020. That was mm. the year we we're going to get married. 2020 is next year. Base <laughs> <laughs> is like fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody that tells me now, oh, so now you aren't you going to get married next year? I'd be like, what? <laughs> Do I look like I'm ready to you? <laughs> does this face look like the face of someone that actually wants to get married next mm. year? No, it doesn't. Mm. I'm not. I'm not mentally prepared. I'm not financially prepared. Mm. I'm not physically prepared for the lack of better words. <laughs> the thing is, like, preparedness is is, is a strong word because everybody wants to be prepared for everything. Hence, why I was saying, like, I would have, I would rather have a manual for being an adult. But mm-hmm. it's like highly impossible. Life teaches you as you go. Unfortunately, some people don't have the luxury of just living their life and seeing different mm. aspects of life. You have to be out there. You have to be willing to work. You have to be willing to to discover new things about yourself, mm. about people, to be able to grow as an adult. Mm. And unfortunately, that takes years and time. And you can never do it perfectly. Let's be honest, because that's life. Okay, let's talk about let's talk about things that people told you, things that your parents, adults, told you at the time that you find found out not to be true when you grew up. I don't have those. I don't think I have those. Okay, okay there I, were the like, okay, the stories like, oh, if you do this, then some like just those kind of stories. But mm-hmm. I don't, I don't remember my parents telling me about adulthood to a point where it was like, oh. I think what they always said was, one day you're going to be on your own. What mm-hmm. are you going to do? It wasn't really like. See, it's not. It's, it's still true. Yeah. I'm talking about things that they told you. That's not true. That. They told you, like, they made it seem like, okay, uh, so the, the rule was go to school, have good grades, come out, get married okay, and stuff, and then... But that's, a, that's like a general thing. No, but like, to be honest, my parents, not my parents put so much, but a lot of my family members put so much pressure on okay. having a degree, mm-hmm. and to be honest, I don't agree fully that a degree gives you everything you want. True. So... That's one of the things I'll say that is not true because I know loads of people are successful without a degree and I know that personally, like, I'm, I'm grateful for my degree, I enjoyed my degree, it taught me about myself and it taught me about my de- about what I'm doing currently, but if it was a necessity, I don't know. Yeah, so for me, I think a lot of times I heard that people are watching and of course I know people are watching. People are actually watching, but they're not watching too keenly. So, you know, just do your thing. A lot of people are so, they stop, they don't do stuff because they feel like everybody's in my business. The world is watching me. I, I, I don't want to fail. I don't want to fall. I don't want to miss my step, you know. But then... Exactly, like you're not fail. counting your money. Like you, everybody else is counting your money. Everybody else is in your business. But then I learned um, right now, like... People are watching, but they don't really care. They're not really in your business as you think. I don't know if you get it. You might not agree with me, which is fine. But then that's what I feel. I feel like, like yeah, you're right. But I feel like also we are in a culture where there's you have no choice. Like Nigeria, you have no choice for people watching you. No, it's fine. People can watch you, but no. not as keenly as they made it seem. Like people are watching. I think, I think you'd be surprised how keen they actually 
how can they actually watch me and everything? But what does it matter? I think that's the point I'm getting to. I guess it's it really like, doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter. No, it doesn't. Yes. Yeah, that's the thing. I guess yes. what we're talking about now is how to how to um manage yeah 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 that's that's what i think and i think from when you're you're coming out of school and everything i think it it starts off difficult to live your life despite critique or judgment Mm -hmm. because you're coming from like a system of rules and you have to go by this and do that and do this but then when you now realize that life kind of moves beyond you Mm -hmm. and you have to just do the best you can do in the moment so to be the best you can be in general, then I think you're fine. Mm. And then something I've also learned um, is that the world is actually a very small place. It used to be like a geography thin, you know, <laughs> the picture of the oval shaped universe and stuff, and uh, the earth is so large and so small. I mean, like with the help of social media and stuff, you know how small the world is. So I'm very careful about the kind of people, like what I say to people, people like feel like cannot hurt me or people like feel like um, cannot pay me back. I'm very careful about what I say to them because you don't know where you're going to see them tomorrow. You know, so yes, that's one thing that adulting has taught me to be very, very careful about um, how I do my things because it's really a small world and your action your, or your inaction can tell you a lot tomorrow about where you're going to be, who you're going to meet, who's going to say what about you. I mean, wherever I am, I try to do the best I can do because you don't know who that person knows that could be in, in their circle that could help you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, So that's one very profound thing that I'm so sorry that I'm really serious. <laughs> no, 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 no. But yeah. no, I was literally just thinking um, at a company retreat last year mm. that somebody said exactly that. Mm. And in her retreat, it was about year of defiance and mm. the, 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 like the year that defines us. That was a day. Right. And she was just talking about how she created her business and talking about um, small businesses and how most of them go down easily and everything. And she just basically said the one important thing in life is to know that person who opens your gates is as valuable as the person sitting in your boardroom mm-hmm. because you never know i mean you there's a story of this know. man who would always mess up with his he would always he was really nice to his um his gate man and then he had when some people were plotting to kill to kill him to kill his boss and then he told his boss so the story was that if this guy wasn't nice to if his ogre yeah. his boss yeah. wasn't nice to him i mean like he doesn't care if he eats rat poison you know, it's very important, like you said, who like who you because anybody can help you with your business. Anybody yes. can help you be better, a better human being. Than, I don't know. Really, you you can never really tell who is seeing you or who, who isn't. Okay, so recently I went to visit someone, and then okay, I used to live around there, and I moved from there in like. I've moved away from there for about five years or something now. So I was talking to my friend outside, and then this man just passes, like, "Oh, hi, Sonia, what's up? How are you doing? Uh, good photographer." I was like, eh. "Like, I started my photography career like mm-hmm. years after I moved from where I was." Mm-hmm. He said, "Oh, I've seen you at events." I was like, "Wow!" Mm-hmm. And I like, really? Mm-hmm. It just it just goes to show that okay, what if I had been doing something stupid mm-hmm. or what if I was doing something stupid that's how the man would be like mm, that girl that I saw that she was doing something something like that and everything mm-hmm. you have an opportunity for him to like if he sees somebody that wants a photographer exactly I know somebody that exactly so, so you, you see that comport so, yourself how you want to be seen yeah. 
and even without knowing exactly mm-hmm. if you i think that's the most important thing if if you feel what you're doing is right in the moment then it is right mm-hmm. if you obviously feel some type of way about, it, about what you're doing then obviously other it's people are going to see that mm-hmm. negative that you are seeing because obviously there's something wrong and then at the end of the day like i think doing what's best for you is is just right mm-hmm. so i like you when you were at that event you were most probably just trying out for, either you were starting out in photography or you were just doing what you want to do and what you love and i think that's just important because that man just saw you and i was like oh somebody i remember from a while ago yeah. only positives to say yeah. i think that's cool yeah. that's so let's talk about relationships <laughs> let's talk about relationships He's the same relationship. <laughs> i mean both with um family like um normal romantic and kind of relationships yeah let's talk about like adulting what has relationships what have, has adulting taught you about relationships oh, and i mean the man-woman relationship i'm so sorry but i don't have the normal to like turn in a lot but yeah. let me just say this all right as you become an adult as you turn a certain age, expect, I know everybody knows this, but expect that the pressure to get married is just increasing, increasing, <laughs> and increasing. Why are you oh sleeping? Why are your bed sleeping? You expect that when are you getting married? You wake up the same when are you getting married? And you're just like, I just finished school, let me find a job, let me be, let me be happy. They wouldn't be happy for you. They wouldn't say, oh great, they'll say, oh great, you found this job, they're paying you well. Marriage, of course. Mm. Can you imagine? I went for my sister's... That's adulthood, I mean. I went for my sister's Thanksgiving after a wedding and everything. So someone was speaking to me, was like, uh, the lady was like, oh, so Niles, by this time, by this time this year, or... By the end of this year, you get married. I said, No, ma'am, not ready. She said, Don't say that. Why would you say something like that? She picked offense with me. Like, why would you say something like that? What if you meet a ready made man that wants to marry? And in my head, I'm like, Is that what my life is about now? I mean, I'm trying to have enough bars in my account. Trying to get the moolah. Trying to get money. Trying to be successful. Trying to be happy with myself. And someone is saying that I should now start, I should change that from being just one person to two. Yeah. No. I mean, like nobody cared when we were small and we were as small kids. They were telling you and, not to date men. And, and exactly. Where are we? <laughs> exactly. Now, I mean, like you were saying, an auntie, um, the distant auntie came to me. I was in Portacot at the time, and she called me. She's like, "Come, my feet can sit down for you." And I sat down. She's like, "You don't ready to marry?" She's she started like, "How old are you?" What is your blood group? I'm not joking. <laughs> what is your genotype? Like what? every other person around that was there that was dropping kinda of got, got an idea. But like I felt like oh like this has never happened, so I didn't have an idea. Oh, so, so it was, it was like time. yes, I'm like first time someone is trying to match make me. I heard about this in the olden days, but like now she's trying and she's like, oh so I guess this is a man like this uh lecturer. <laughs> I'm trying to leave this country. Die! <laughs> <laughs> Don't kill me. The lecturer in the South South. <laughs> not even in Port Harcourt. One of those. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, to say guys. This, but but that's not that's not the spec. It's not the spec. Okay, so I was gonna go for the matchmaking thing. You know my motivation. I wanted to see how it was done. How humble I would act, like, <laughs> be like nice like, kiss, you know, nice shirt. Like, I just, but that's what that was my motivation. But then 
She's like, are you? Can you leave your house? Would they allow you? My man, I'm like, but now you want me to make him marry you? I'm asking me if they would allow me to leave my house. Like she cares. But the next, um, it happened that I didn't actually go. She called me and she's like, don't worry, he's not a serious person. He drinks you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Like I kid you, I kid you not. Like he, she called me and like, don't worry, he's not a serious person. Like he's, and he's quite old for you. So this guy. She didn't realize it's about one becoming two, and that's like so. A lot of people did not tell me this about adulting. My parents were even put pressure on me as much as other people like in this. I think that's the thing like, relationships you rea- realize, like, with my parents, like, I have a good, close relationship mm. with them, and I, I respect their opinions, but I, I disagree a lot with them, and I'm always like, but, but, but. But we can have the conversation, mm. and it's not a problem, but other people outside like your aunties your uncles yeah. or yeah, just our family members they want to input in your life and okay it's nice it's love i get it but i don't think they get that our generation is not so much about embracing the whole marriage era mm. it's more about embracing yourself finding yourself mm. finding yourself defining your career that's defining why your marriages are crashing these days yeah. because yeah. people are pressuring it. each other to yeah. marry this is the red flag but you still go in yeah. yeah i mean okay. mm, okay. it will be better it will get better or oh, because of that life and it's also like the thing, the, the simplest of things, like lavish wedding. Oh, I want a great wedding. Oh, so, oh, then I should get married. This guy will give me. This guy's family name is good. Or um, the guys are just like, guy, like let's just do it. Or it's just family. They just say, oh, your mom is like, oh yeah, she's working. You should marry her. Oh, you do better. Oh, you can mold her. It's just like. All these things are just not. <laughs> they're just not in line with what I'm thinking personally, mm. and I think it's difficult. But you were talking about relationships, and something came to mind. And it's not just like man and my relationship. That sounded so childish. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's. <laughs> How did you sound childish? You're just talking about adulting. You want to be a child again? In my head, I was thinking like when I was three, it's like, oh boy, I can't kiss it. Exactly. But um, so I was thinking about relationships being more than relationships. So since university, there's so many relationships I've had to reevaluate. Mm-hmm. I have to learn how to, as you're growing, you're realizing what your value is in a friendship and what friendships mean to you mm-hmm. and I think I think uh, in our generation it's hard for people to embrace new friendships I think that's wrong because it's easy for you to just be so into like the image of a friendship the squad goals and mm-hmm. all of these things and, uh, and I, I found myself like being like that when I was younger like when I was still um, in secondary school, I was mm. like, oh, I wanted a great squad, and I thought that was, those were going to be my people forever. But there's so many people I've had to let go because our friendship wasn't mutually exclusive. Like, I was doing stuff for you that you were doing for me, or mm. you were doing stuff for me that I wasn't doing mm. for you. So at the end of the day, I know I'm getting really serious. I think what's important is to know your value in a relationship, not mm-hmm. just um, romantically, but friendship and mm-hmm. and 
family-wise as well, like mm. know how to respect your family, know how to change your relationship for that kiddiness to that I'm an adult and I can take responsibility mm. for my actions kind of thing. Oh, great, it's not yet. We're not quite there yet, but it's like you you are talking about the dentist issue. Like I have a tooth that has a hole in it, so I just TMI. Like I still haven't been able to because if I do an extraction, I still have to put um, a crown in it. But I still haven't done it because I just haven't had the means to do it. Mm. But yes, may I my father? Still haven't done it though. <laughs> just saying. Still haven't done the tooth. I asked my parents. They still didn't help me. <laughs> my tooth still hurts. And I'll live with it. Until I can't be for that tooth to be redone. When I left university and then they told us to come get up. Okay, so I went to meet my dad. I was broke at that point. I was like, oh, daddy, um, certificate is ready. No, um, universities, Nigerian universities, take a while for you to get a certificate. So they're like, okay, certificate is ready. I want to get my certificate. And so, 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 I'm out. My dad goes, are you graduate now? <laughs> <laughs> you have to pay by yourself. Um, point of the story is I still have to my certificate. Are you kidding me? No. Wait, are you serious? Are you serious? Yeah, I did. How do you say I'm I don't know. 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 I do you know. I don't know. I don't know. I do do you know. I don't Pause on that. Just, just give me like. You know Nigerian schools. You know Nigerian schools. <laughs> just it might not come down as. It might not come by as, as fast as it would have. No, that's year. why I said. Just hold on. Give me like a month. Hold on. <laughs> when is resumption time exactly? When exactly do I have when to I distribute? Try, like, like, try the last, the last, 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 last day. And as it's right. And as it's right, comes. Oh, goodness. Ah, no. I think no, but it was a lot of money. <laughs> Still to today, so now it's certificateless. I remember when I finished NYC, me I was prepared, like I was prepared for the big deal, and I was like, oh, like I have to, I have to go there, I have to wear all my uniform. If not, they won't give me certificates. Mm-hmm. I got that stupid certificates in five seconds, and I went, Man. I went to every. Okay, let's not lie, I didn't go to every. See, but I went to most CGS and oh, wow. every single. Mm-hmm. Monthly wow. CDS. I'm so I went. I'm so proud of me. Do you know that? that I went for just three CDS. Three CDS, and I think I went to my um, place of primary assignment like twice. <laughs> Oh, it did, it did. Sorry, yeah. I was just that though. <laughs> I said, oh, okay, I was firstly posted to Bauchi. So after orientation, I did, I got my PP and everything. I left Bauchi. I was in Lagos for months until they finally redeployed me to Lagos State. Hmm. So I didn't, obviously, didn't attend CDS there. I didn't go to my PPA there. They didn't know me. 
like okay fine no problem so i went back to bauchi to get my documents hey i'm done with you guys saw some people that i know oh what's up so how have you been i'm fine oh you look good let's keep in touch of course yes then i come back to lagos and it's a new place and um my ally is for the lack of better words <laughs> so she just collects money from us and I'm like, okay, what's the point? If you're going to keep collecting money from me, even though um, I'm coming, so why should I come? So I went to CDS like twice. I went to my PPA like twice. And when I got my certificates, my friends were shouting foul play. <laughs> <laughs> why did she, she get <laughs> Why did she get No, I'm angry at you. How is this about to make me hate you? Hate you. Oh, Hate yeah. is the right word. Do you do any community project or anything? Community project. No, but lol, lol about the community project though. We didn't do any community project. project because I don't know. <laughs> but like we didn't do it. Not because me, I was interested though. I was always friends with the president because mm. I'm that kind of cool kid. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> but I mean, like I was friends with them and I was like, okay, let's do this guy. Okay. Cricket. <laughs> they kept asking me like oh so what we wanted to do was like help rebuild like a school and they kept to do the proposal it took long they said okay that's this person this, this, this. so they I asked this person then it came to the time when we were finishing <laughs> I went to Yanopaj no. my hands I love that place, man. That's a lie. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> we went to Yarosbaja, collected certificates, and, and I realized that, that that's it. I, I removed my cap. I, I, like, I don't know where my uniform is now. I don't know where my boots are. I, I don't know where anything is. So I lost all this thing like one month after. I, I it's not a month. I swear to you, that then. day I just dumped somewhere. Like I one put month in after service. Like one month in service, I mean. Oh really? Yes, I didn't have anything. You know, like I went on holes, like court was on recess and stuff, so I went on holes for a month. Okay, I shouldn't say this. school. Anyways, I come back. I I can't remember my state code. Like I was clear. I wasn't. I wasn't forming anything. Like I was looking. I wrote that thing on my cap. I didn't say the cap, so I didn't. <laughs> Like, you know, you're like, how I didn't do a bullshit. But I mean, we did community projects. We had to go to market to sensitize people about, okay, police abuse and, okay, when this happened, you can go to legal aid and stuff. So, I don't it was pretty much. <laughs> Sorry. No, but I like, I mean, it depends on the kind of. <laughs> it's fine, but like, it depends on what you. Some people think like, service is a waste of time, but I, for me, like, I, yeah, some people did because. Guys, tw- both, both of your hands are up, mine yeah. is down. I just hear this voice that. Yeah. Yeah, like, but then, for me, like, there was some sort of value somewhere or the other. Even if I wasn't getting so much, I mean, I was like adding value in my own way. I mean, we're doing pro bono, we're doing sensitization and stuff. So. I think it's good for certain like, job descriptions. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. So, like, but yeah. That's what I think. All right, we're all oh, like that's a bit is already okay. So um, adults and adults and adulting. I just want to hear. Um, be your happy, happy, happy. Be your happy self, right? One thing I didn't, I didn't say was um that um right now I don't, I don't really dwell on things that don't matter. So I look like it's not going to be important in three years, in five, three, five years from now. Like I don't even give a damn. Before I used to worry a lot. No, I still worry. That's not the thing. Can I? Alright, so um. 
So it's about not really caring about things that would not matter in the future. I used to worry a lot. Unnecessary worry, like worry about, oh, I'm not with my deadline. All things are important. It's important to meet your deadline. It's important to do stuff. But like things yeah, that... I agree with that. I think you should be more responsible. No, like I'm not saying don't be responsible. But there is a sort of worry. Not to the extent of being depressed. No, no, no. Be responsible. Know that you're working. I think is is. Like you're happy with your work ethic, you know that you're working hard and it's not like, oh, I don't care. The deadline is like, oh, whatever. No, and no, that, that's not the no, angle. No, I, I get your context. Like, I get your context, but, but um, that's not the angle I'm coming from. There's some things that we worry about, things that don't matter. We just stress over, you know. And then one week after, you're like, this thing doesn't even care. It doesn't even matter. Like, it would, I, do you get what I'm saying? Like, times when maybe I missed, um, say, maybe dance rehearsal, like, I know that this was not part of my life's purpose. Oh, I get what you're saying. <laughs> like, there are a lot of things I don't worry about now. Like, I, I just care about what's, it's gonna, what's adding value right now. What would be of importance to me in the nearest future. My work ethics definitely matter. Those things I did while I was growing up. I mean, my work ethic has improved compared to when I was, I was a kid. When I was a teenager. I know, like, the importance of good work ethics. I know the importance of planning. You know, I know the importance of preparation and all those things. You know, one step after the other and stuff. But some things that really did not matter that I would worry and sweat my pretty head over that right now I don't again, mm-hmm. you know. So, that's true. yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. You, oh, oh, whoever watches Kim, yeah, Joe, <laughs> yeah, so at this juncture, at this juncture, I would say happiness, Asia, happiness. Okay, mine is going to be long. Sorry, so now you're the mine. simple story. Um, I'm recently watching Friends all over again and I keep remembering the theme song. If no one told you life is going to be this way, mm-hmm. at this point, your job's a joke, you're broke, your <laughs> love's life DOA. Careful! I'll be there for you, which brings me to the point that gets you people that will be there for you. Mm, that is point. very That's important. Really nice. like Get yourself. Pillars, pillars of support all yeah, around support in every system. way. Get yourself a support system. Mm-hmm. That, that's just my. No, thing. that's the mm-hmm. most important. Very thing. important. I agree with you. Yeah, and then your mental health as well. To my end of Akam, your mental health is very important. Try to protect your mental and health. Like it matters a lot, <laughs> especially <laughs> now. Like the world is it's drowning. It's drowning. Like your mental, mental health, health is really important. Like I so agree with that. Mm. We're about like, to say what? <laughs> like. It is hard to recognize mental health without a support system. Mm-hmm. So you need to know that the people around you will help you even when your health is not at its best. You understand? Does that mm-hmm. make sense? What I'm, saying? I'm just trying to say, like, in a culture where mental health and, and things like that are not well viewed, it's important have people around you who will always want the best for you mm. always want you to be healthy healthy mm. mentally physically exactly. who will not judge based on taboos that's mm. all that's important. all I mean. important guys we've raised so many points today so i mean did we talk about saving and investing see we don't want to grow forever like i want to earn like in my sleep in your future like sleep right. and air like you know so yes we're not going to discount the fact that we have to save and then invest what we save yeah. eventually it's very forex binary please do every single yeah. thing get, you get yourself investments yes i think i'm older than most of me and i don't know what you just said <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> now you know now you know 
Now you know. <laughs> it's fine. I just wanted to say that. Yeah. You see, I'm going. I'm so good. Yeah, it's fine. It's but like, really, it's very important that you invest the little save. Don't eat with your ten fingers. Oh, no, I know that. You know. Yeah, I know you know that one. Of course, you're not that much else. <laughs> so yes, I mean, but we don't want to. Oh, piggy bank, piggy bank. Yeah, piggy um, bank, yeah, piggy bank, yeah, Wise, can buy shares. I mean, I saw a story on Diaries of Nigerian, Nigerian Girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, on um, Money Africa. Mm-hmm. And then she was, she put up a tweet that was put on uh, Money Africa and she was saying that her mom bought her shares in MTN, Nestle, about five top brands in Nigeria. And oh, how that she was so excited. Because right now, I get guess she's cashing out right now. Because MTN did this thing and then everybody's like, what? Was like, you know, but like, no, okay, and now I understand what you're saying. I don't know the terminology for them, but like, um, somebody was trying to, um, basically, this guy's an investor, and he was trying to tell me to invest my money so I can get a return on um, short term. Um, yeah. invest, uh, mm-hmm. investments, not yeah. long-term ones, because yeah. those ones are more risky yeah. and everything. And I was looking at him, I was like, oh, how much would you invest? 100k and I froze. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, huh? That's is actually a rich kid. Like, that's is a rich kid, guys. Okay, what? You, you are a rich kid. What? Like, I'm, I'm just... Rich kid. Sorry, I'm a... rich adult. But like, <laughs> But like, if Asha can be saying this, I wonder what's made. Like that's the angle. Like, what was I saying? Say no, honestly speaking. Uh, yeah, I get the point. I'm saying it on, honest, honestly like right now. Hundred k to invest. Can't do that. But but um, sorry, I'm not trying to make an advert here. But um, on piggy bank now, you can invest as low as ten thousand there and get um, I think it's twenty percent return on your. Investment and after like nine months or something, it's quite it's a short term thing. The mm. um, interest rate is not very high, but, but it's something to start with. Problem with investments, eh? yeah. do you understand? My problem is <laughs> that no, I'll drop the money, but these nine months or whatever <laughs> you're telling me, am I going to get cash or am I just going to get a number? That is, that is on the screen and this is how much I can have I want my money <laughs> this was my thinking forever like I'm telling you but this, this was my thinking for like a lot of years like I, I'm watching the TV and I'm seeing scrollers telling me that this no, point because okay there are long term investments I want to do. Like, you know, those like actually be stakeholders with certain companies mm-hmm. and that to get a return on your money, that would take longer. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't be like a, 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 an immediate thing. Yeah. But if I'm doing piggyback short term, are they going to be like, let me hold your money for a bit? Or are they going to be like, have it in the nine months that they say it's going to be? No, you're going to get what you want. So I can't start Yeah. So you can take your money out whenever you want some piggy bank. Um, Please, I just want to say piggy bank if you're here in this, you should sponsor up account. And you're going to yeah, buy. thank you so much. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Yeah, um, I think you have a withdrawal date on piggy bank, but if you have to take your money before that, it's supposed to help you create a savings um lifestyle. Lifestyle and everything. What's wrong so, with this? What just gonna Yeah, I'll send you a withdrawal. Thanks, <laughs> So if you want to withdraw your money before then you um have to pay a certain amount, not so much, but they'll take part of your money. 
for that's, taking it so yeah, that it will, like, yeah, it will stop you from exactly from yeah, taking the money. Money. your money and besides you get an interest on your money every day okay Okay. Yeah. Alright guys, well, this is Juncture. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Beerbomb Podcast. We hope you enjoyed every bit of it. Thanks to our guests Hashia and Sonaya for joining us. Um, it was so much fun. Yes, please don't forget to subscribe to the channel um, if you're listening through iTunes. Okay guys. <laughs> Thank you. I'm trying to drop my six years here. So Alright, so guys, please subscribe to the channel on iTunes, Anchor FM, Spotify. And all of the platforms you're listening through, please subscribe. subscribe. Yes, um, um, yes, subscribe. yes. Share this channel. Tell your friends about it. Drop your. I'm open to um, reading your DMs and yes, commenting on them if possible. So please drop your DMs, drop your questions, drop your thoughts. Thank you so much for listening to all our loyal followers and listeners. Yes, my name is Obakam Tom George. Thank you for joining me. Have a great day. Bye. How did you find your podcast? Hey, what's everything? Huh? I'll keep. I'll keep. No joking. I'll keep.